Hi, it's Razan here and welcome to a new um, episode. Long time no see, I think, I guess. <laughs> um, last, episode, uh, last week I didn't record anything because it was basically Ramadan and I really wanted to enjoy the last 10 days of Ramadan. I mean, the whole month is really holy, but... Um, especially the last 10 days I really wanted to do I wanted to uh, to I wanted to do <laughs> a lot of things uh, especially in the last 10 days um, yeah so I really wanted to enjoy Ramadan I wanted to um, do all the tasks I wanted to and um, yeah I just remembered to light my candle I actually don't want to <laughs> But it kind of got, it actually, it actually became a thing. It became a part of the podcast. You know what? I'm just gonna light it. Some ASMR vibes for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's still the fresh cotton one. <laughs> it's a really big one. I bought a really, really big candle. I'm not gonna do this any um, again because, first of all, I said it in the last episode, but the manufacturers who produce this candle—it's actually a low-quality candle. I I think it's a low-quality one. I mean, it smells good, but it's still a low-quality one. Um, yeah, so let's start. I actually want to reflect, um, in a nutshell, <laughs> um, reflect, um, Ramadan and Eid because we are still in Eid. Eid, for everyone who is not, uh, who is a non-Muslim, um, Eid is a big celebration you have after, we have after Ramadan, uh, after uh, fasting a whole month, um, there is a big celebration and, um, yeah, so we have a big celebration where um, the older ones give um, the younger ones money, mon wants money and um, gifts and yeah, um, and what else? Um, and just go and eat prayer, uh, which is done at two different times at a mosque and um, so we have the second aid day I'm recording this episode on a Saturday because I don't know if I'm going to have time tomorrow it's, we still have Eid um, Eid actually lasts for three days I three or four days I think three days I but I guess that most of us just celebrate the first and the second day and I think by the third day everyone gets to live and it's complexity <laughs> um yeah so let's reflect the last i don't want to reflect the last two weeks i just want to talk about ramadan in a nutshell how it was for me and um what i got or what i what i yeah what i learned from it my experience actually my ramadan experience in general this ramadan was so 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 needed um, I really needed this closeness to God. I was already close to God, but I don't know. I think I got um, 
yeah so many things got between me uh between i mean actually many like many typical life things got between me and my closeness to god and i hated that so i knew that ramadan is kind of gonna purify my heart again and it's gonna help me to get close to god again and um yeah and remind me of uh, this life that it's temporary and at the end we're gonna die <laughs> i don't want to sound pessimist pessimistic but that's that's the truth isn't it um so it just reminded me uh, so ramadan was kind of a reminder for me first of all it purified my heart i think i got i became i, I became a better person kind of and second the second thing is that um it really helped me to get close to god i have done so many things in ramadan out of my comfort zone for god and for me get to become a better per better version or the better version of me and so ramadan was really 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 needed and i loved ramadan i loved every every second of it and i was so sad when i knew that ramadan is going to end i mean it's going to end somehow but I was really really sad I was like no no I want to I just want still to I, I want to fast I want to be there I want to go every day to the mosque so this another reason why I didn't record last week's episode was because I wanted to in the last 10 days of Ramadan I wanted to pray tarawih um the tarawih prayer it's a really long one which is done at night uh, after breaking your fast at uh, Aisha prayer it's the Aisha prayer that you usually do i don't want to give you a religious lecture <laughs> but it's basically a, a prayer that it's done every day and the tarawih prayer is just done in ramadan and you pray tarawih after praying Aisha. you can google it just look it up <laughs> on the internet because i don't want to talk about it for several hours i don't want to tell you something wrong or or whatever so um, I really wanted to do the Tarawih prayer at the mosque and we have and I really wanted to go to the mosque that is not really near or uh, close to us or to close to where I live because just of the Ramadan vibes most of the people uh, most of the Muslims um, in Austria uh, in Vienna they go to the big mosque that is known um, uh, or is famous as um, I don't know this is really really famous in Vienna so um, I really wanted to go there just to get this um, Ramadan feeling and Ramadan vibes and um, every step to the mosque is um, kind of I don't know how to explain it <laughs> for non-Muslims but I just enjoyed the last 10 days I just loved them I just did everything that I wanted to do uh, I read the whole Quran for the first time of my life. I mean, I read it. I already, re I already read the Quran several times. But it was the first time in my life to start the Quran, start the holy book, and finish it in Ramadan. And I'm so proud of myself. The day where the day I ended the Quran or ended um, reading the Quran and understanding it, most part. <laughs> um, I was oh my god I was so proud of myself it felt like finishing school <laughs> um uh yeah an institution where you had to go your whole life and then finishing school it was the same feeling 
I don't know if it's a good comparison, but whatever. So it was really, really... I just loved Ramadan. Ramadan was just a really needed month. Uh, I needed Ramadan. I needed to get a little bit close to God, especially because I was feeling so lost before Ramadan. I was feeling so lost to balance between Deen and Dunya, which means to balance between my religion and between life. Um, with its complexity and the problems I had to deal with, it was really, really hard to be a good Muslim, but um, but still living in the 21st century uh, and being in Europe, a non-Muslim country. So it was really hard for me to balance both, um, especially because I'm actually a really religious person compared to... so. I don't want to compare myself to someone, but for so many people, I'm a little bit more religious than you, you usually are or would be um, as a person who is living in Europe. So I'm a little bit, I'm thinking in a really Egyptian way. I think in a really Egyptian way and I'm really, really religious compared to um, many other friends I have, many other friends of mine. Um so yeah, I think this Ramadan helped me to find a little bit more balance between my religion and being a young Muslim hijabi living in Europe in the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this Ramadan, if I wanted to um, summer some uh, or to give you to tell hmm to. To summarize Ramadan in one word, it would be um, bringing the best out of me. Okay, this wasn't one word. This was actually not a, a word, but in a phrase. If I may summarize Ramadan in, in a phrase, it would be uh, Ramadan brought the best out of me. Yeah, so we have now Eid. Eid was so... Ramadan was magical. I mean, Ramadan was already magical. I loved Ramadan. I loved every little se second of it. And I really didn't want to uh, end Ramadan, even if I had to. But Eid was on another level. And um, we usually don't go to pray Eid, prayer. I don't even know why. Um, I was actually a person. I'm a really independent person. Um, but when I was younger... I wasn't actually independent as I am now. So I, when I was younger, it was like, if my dad goes, I'm going to go. Um, but now I'm like, no, even if he doesn't go, I am going to go. <laughs> um, I mean, you you get older, you get... Um, I, I'm now... I mean, compared to earlier, compared to the old Ra Razan from two years ago, three years ago, I matured a little bit more. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I told my family I really want to go to an Eid prayer, even if my dad don't want to, or my mom, or whatever. I I am I'm going, and um, and I can take someone with me if you want to come with me, just come. So I kind of uh, inspired my whole family <laughs> to come with me, and we prayed Eid, and it was so so cool, and it was I met actually a lot of people um, I knew. And it was so full and there were so many people and it was so beautiful. I mean, to a little bit, too, I mean, it was too much for me, for my conditions, especially because I'm kind of introverted, extroverted person. I really love to get in, 
to get in touch with people but when I'm in a room in a really really crowded room it gets a little bit too much for me but it was still beautiful to watch all this all of the the people praying and gathering and meeting each other and saying hello and whatever I really really loved it so that's actually it for Eid no actually I want to say how I spent it <laughs> so um After the eight prayer, which is done really, really, really early, we went back home. Um, my dad drove my mom and my... No, actually, my brother drove my dad, my mom and my little sister with, to the mosque. And my other sister, my other little one, uh, my other little sister and I, uh, the sister who is 17 years old and I, we went with... The, we actually um, took the tram and the subway um and it was i really wanted to um drive by, with the bus with the subway or use the traffic in, in general use the public traffic because i really wanted to see all the muslims gathering uh, in the in the subway because it's it's actually you just have to use there is just one way to go to the mosque uh by using uh, or by taking the um, the um, the subway It is a special one. So, which means this subway is gonna be full of Muslims at the or just just before Eid, uh, the Eid prayer time. So, I really wanted to get all of these vibes and see all the Muslims gathering uh, on a subway <laughs> station and just enjoyed it. And then after the Eid prayer, we went back home. And I think my my I mean. We slept for a little bit <laughs> because it was really, really early. And then we woke up and then we had breakfast, which actually contained cookies. Because that's a really big tra um, tradition or kind of a rule. <laughs> you would, um, yeah, do. I mean, it's, it's, it's so typical for uh, eating cookies, uh, several types of uh, cookies um, on Eid after Ramadan uh, so my mom made a lot of them <laughs> and this is the reason why I'm overeating a lot in Eid um, and I don't even regret it okay maybe a little bit <laughs> but I mean it's Eid it's Eid I have to eat all of the cookies um, so yeah that's actually it that was my quick and short Ramadan reflection and Eid We still have aid today. We are going to the um, to the cinema um, because um, something that is really really cool is that you can now watch um, Arabic movies um, that are especially on Eid. That are I mean you can watch them especially on Eid. So it's a really typical Egyptian thing to. I mean, not everyone goes to the th theater, but so many people go on Eid to the theater, or the cinema, and watch movies, especially young ones. Um, and we are actually—I mean, my mom doesn't really enjoy watching non-Arabic movies. She just loves the Arabic, uh, because I mean, Egypt, Egypt is kind of the Arabic Hollywood for all the Arabic-speaking. Uh, um, countries so my mom really loved to watch arabic tv shows and egyptian arabic 
not just Arabic, Egyptian TV shows and movies. And now something that is really, really, really cool is that you can watch in the theater in Austria, in Vienna, I mean in Vienna, um, Arabic movies, which is so cool. I don't know if you can watch in all of the theaters in Vienna Arabic movies, but there is one theater where you can go there and watch Arabic movies, especially that the ones that are aired for Eid. So, um, yeah, but that's basically it. So going to the theater today had an evening, which means that I have to record this podcast. I'm not studying. I'm not doing anything for uni um, in Eid, just to have a little bit more free time. But what I'm, do what I'm doing is um, I had to work today um, for two hours. Uh, just two hours. And um, then now I'm recording this podcast and I'm going to the gym and going to buy some stuff for the theater, um, for the cinema, for the movie. And then we're going, we're going to... And then I guess I'm going to just spend a little bit more family time with my family and then we're going to go at home and then we're going to go to the cinema and i'm so excited because it's th i think it's the first time in my life i'm the oldest kid by the way it's the first time to go to the cinema with my mom and my dad in austria i think my mom has never ha i think my mom has never been in a cinema in austria she just doesn't like as i said watching non arabic <laughs> movies and tv shows um it's the first time for us going as a family to the cinema i hope it i hope it goes well <laughs> because we are the type of family that fights all the time like literally but we still live, love each other today's topic is actually about being uh, grateful and practice gratitude because this is something i really really experienced i really experienced so so hard in our in, in ramadan try to um or not try but to practice gratitude so i have i wrote a couple of things on my list that i want to talk about um hopefully not in an in an hour and i think i gonna try to summarize everything but just several points the first thing that i wrote is remind yourself of uh, the good things in life um, we actually are so blessed, even if we have to deal with a lot of kind of shit right now. <laughs> um, but we are so blessed. And I think the thing is that we overlook the good things in our life. We just have the time and actually don't have the time, but we still find or we kind of manage to find the time to look on the bad things that are happening to us and not look on the, go on the good things. So... For example, you may have a really, really, really bad day, but um, because you ha had a fight with your friend or with your husband or with your family, um, family member, or whatever, and then the whole day, I, you're actually so blessed. You have so many blessings on this day, but you are just looking on the fight you had. You are just thinking about it. You have to remind yourself of the good things in life you have to look them look at them and this is where i actually want to talk about journaling for a little bit journaling just helps me to be to practice more credit gratitude so a thing that i have been doing in ramadan was um before um the iftar before breaking my fast i i went to on a walk and had my dhikr um a couple of phrases you say um to praise god 
kind of. Uh, and then I went, I, ca I came back from my thick walk and sat down and um, wrote things I am so grateful for, even if they were really, really little ones. So I wrote things like whatever i'm so thankful for food <laughs> because i was i was fasting we take things for granted so i i because i was fasting i wrote the first thing i wrote was always wrote was um i'm so thankful i'm grateful for food i'm grateful for water <laughs> i'm grateful for all the sweets my mom make uh, my mom makes i'm so grateful for um sitting together as a family and break our fasts together um I'm so thankful for I once wrote I'm so thankful for the, the the ability to read because not everyone can read the Quran or in general I mean now being an being illiterate is I mean it's not a common thing it's not a normal thing as it was the law at the in early, in the early centuries but um especially being an uh, an Egyptian person kind of or having Egyptian roots with this really, really, really wonderful language and not being able to read it. I can read it now, but I was really, really bad at it. And I practiced reading. I went on uh, some Arabic lectures on the on uni. Um, I studied the language a little bit more to be able to read the Quran. And now I can read the Quran and I'm so thankful for it. I mean, I don't get everything I read because it's still not the because we as Egyptians we talk in the Egyptian dialect which means it's not the same kind of language you use to write stuff so you have the dialects the re there are so many Arabic dialects and we as I mean me uh, I, I talk with my family and friends with Egyptian friends in an Egyptian dialect and then there is the written the, the written language that is really really hard to understand so the Quran is written in, um, or the Quran is in the written language, which is so hard to get and to, to understand. Um, so I didn't get everything, but I understood a lot of things, and it touched me so hard. The Torah prayer was, as I said, magical. But um, being able to read and write, this is something we take for granted. There are so many people who still can't read and write, even if. Being illiteral, um, illiterate is uh, not a normal thing now or a common thing. So I'm so thankful uh, to be not illiterate and to ca to be able to read and write in German and in Arabic. I'm still suck at it. Um, I mean, I still suck at writing in Arabic and understand the written language. But whatever, we are working on it. So yeah, so journaling. <laughs> And writing every day, I write a couple of stuff that I'm grateful for. I remind myself of the good things in my life um, by writing them down, by sitting down, and they'll tell me I'm thankful that I have so many books. I'm thankful that I own so many books. I'm thankful for my mom that she cooks every day or every second day. <laughs> I'm thankful for the sweets I got. I thankful. I'm thankful for the money I got in Eid. Um, which is called idea in Arabic. Um, I'm so thankful for the gifts. I'm so thankful for meeting so many people on Eid prayer. I'm so thankful for, I don't know. Um, just remind yourself of the really good things in your life to be 
thankful for, grateful for. So journal, just just write it down every day after waking up or b before going to sleep or whenever you have the time. And then the another the next thing is to be to do things you could be uh, you should be grateful for. So um one some something that I really love to do is eating sweets and then being grateful for <laughs> eating them even if I may regret it a little bit. But just do stuff you can't be grateful for. Just go out, go on a walk, put your headphones on and listen to some podcast or Quran or whatever you want to listen to and be thankful that you went out, you moved your body and did something good for yourself. Just do things that you can be grateful about afterwards or I mean have a, I don't know, a spa day. Uh, spend a day at a spa and then be grateful that you spend a day at a spa or meet up with a friend and then be grateful that you met up with a friend just do things and remind yourself to do them and then be grateful afterwards for them just open your eyes so writing things down reminding yourself listening to some podcasts so, some some or listening to some i don't know just listen to anything <laughs> and open your eyes on things you have in life because I think the one time where we practice gratitude really really deep from our heart is when the things we took for granted are taken away from us so Ramadan is the best example for it so in Ramadan you are fasting I mean nobody takes food <laughs> away from you but you kind of are practicing the, the, the f a fasting kind of fasting lifestyle or whatever so you're fasting and um not eating and not having or not not eating and not drinking it's just reminding you it's, it's reminding you how to be grateful for things because they are taken away um i th i hope you get what i th what i'm saying but what i basically want to tell you is just things you have when they are taken away you're gonna be when they are taken when they're taken away at this point at least at this point you're gonna practice gratitude so people um take for granted um to be able to move and when i had my injury and i wasn't able to even stand up from bed for two i just hate to talk about it but i wasn't able to just to go to the toilet as normal people so I had to stay in bed for two weeks and wasn't able to train or go to the gym for over a month and it was literal torture but whatever <laughs> we got over it and I'm so thankful but not being able to walk just because of this thing was taken from me I practice so much gratitude for being able to move my body and to be able to walk so people who are healthy or the people who um, don't deal with health issues, they take their health for granted. But if they should lose this really precious thing, if they had to deal with really, really serious health issues, they're going to be grateful. But after experience, experience, experiencing these health issues... So why waiting till you experience health issues? Or why waiting till the things you own you have, you want to, I mean, you own. Um, 
Why waiting till they are taken from us? Just practice gratitude right now. <laughs> I'm practicing gratitude right now. I'm actually so thankful that I can record a podcast. I'm thankful that I can record it in, Eng in English because my English is was so, so, so bad. I mean, it still is a little bit. But I mean, I'm able to communicate now, which is a really big step forward. Um, so yeah, just... Write every little thing and remind yourself of uh, uh, um, every little thing in your life, even if you're able to smile. Um, I'm so thankful for breathing, breathing, because there are people who can't do this. <coughs> there are people who need oxygen and they can't breathe like we do. There are so many cases, cases in the hospital sitting and not being able to breathe and needing this oxygen truck they take with them everywhere and we just take it for granted to breathe and it's just a little thing just remind yourself <coughs> um and then i have i wrote a couple of things for the believers um but i think we're gonna talk about this uh, in a moment let's just talk about um not comparing yourself I mean, I don't want to compare my—I don't want to compare myself to someone. But you always have to think about um, that there are people who have less than you. I mean, it's kind—it's a kind of comparison, but it's still a good one, I think. Comparing yourself to people who hasn't, who have not, all of the things you have—it's still kind of a method to practice gratitude. Gratitude, isn't it? <coughs> um. Because reminding yourself that you can lose everything you have in just um, in a blink of an eye, in a blink blink of an eye. I mean, now look at me. Now I'm sitting recording the podcast. I am looking on my notes. I have so many sweets next to me. I have water. I actually should drink because when I talk a lot, <coughs> my sore my sore it kind of feels like it, it feels weird. I just have to drink. Um, yeah, <coughs> and lighting my candle and looking at my notes is sad. I could lose this right now. I mean, just imagine my apartment falling apart because of an earthquake or something. I mean, yeah, just just be just be grateful. <laughs> um. Yeah, and to be grateful means actually um, to slow down as well. Slow down throughout the day. Look at the things you have. Um, because of our really, really fast life, because of everything we own um, and technology and all of this, um, yeah, kind of technical developments and um, because of the time we are living in uh, in because of the really really modern time we're living in we don't slow down we just go through life without reflecting on it and just slow down a little bit and open your eyes on things you have something that happened to me yesterday i was search i was looking for my airpods and i was looking for them a long time till i got frustrated and then my sister helped me look for them 
and they literally were in front of me like literally when i saw them i was like how can i overlook them and this is the same thing that happens with, with us uh, or to us we have so many things we have to be grateful for and do we always overlook them because we kind of um forced to we don't force ourselves but We steer our views or perspective towards uh, the negative things in our lives. Um, so yeah. Um, the next thing is to, to use the opportunities you get and then be grateful for the, for the opportunities you got um, afterwards. I actually don't know what I meant by this point. But anyway, maybe I remember while listening to the to the recorded episode <laughs> afterwards, but um and what I di what I did in Ramadan, it was actually a really nice thing. Well, after breaking my fast, when I went to the prayer or when I wasn't able to go to the prayer because I had my period, <laughs> um what I did was going out with my friend uh, with my sisters or going to the prayer with my sisters and talk about things we were grateful for and we called we call it the grateful walk uh, the gratitude walk so we went out we went to the prayer or when we were not able to we just went out and um did our dhikr and then we just practiced gratitude by telling each other um the things we were grateful for today and it really helped us to open our eyes and my sister once said something she was really grateful for and I was actually grateful for it as well but at the moment when I was telling about the things I was grateful for I forgot to mention this one thing so so when she mentioned it she remembered she reminded myself she reminded me of being grateful for the thing as well actively grateful for it so maybe you can do this as well with your family or with your friends or something the gratitude walk or the gratitude gratitude um talk or whatever um because the thing is it starts with your attitude it starts with um how you look on stuff <laughs> it starts with being optimistic and um It's it's a lifestyle. I think being grateful grateful is kind of a lifestyle. Um, um Yeah. And and yeah, um another thing is um as I said it starts with your mindset, it starts with your attitude, um it's how you want to be in life. Do you want to be grateful? Do you want to appreciate every little thing and practice Uh, practice great gratitude as a life uh, as a part of your lifestyle or not because if you don't want to you can do all the things i just talked about and you're gonna still be ungrateful so it's it's a choice you have to tell yourself i i am i da 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 or i razan i really want i choose to be grateful for this and this and this and this and this thing and you should actually try to be grateful about the things you can do and not the things you get or something so what i mean by this is try to be a little bit more grat grateful about the things you can control so um for example you studied you studied for an exam and you got the exam results and you actually did pretty well 
Um, and what I mean is being thankful that you're studied and not being thankful that you did really well. Because getting the good mark, it, maybe it was just kind of luck. Maybe the exam wasn't hard as it was for other people because this time the exam, the, prof the professor was kind of really nice. <laughs> so what I want to say is just be grateful that you studied, that you did your best and then you can be grateful for the good mark as well <laughs> or the for, for, for the good exam results. So try to be a little bit more grateful about the things you can control as well. So um, if you started for exam and you did your best, you really did, and then you really you don't get the a good mark or you kind of fail at the exam, you still can be grateful that you studied and being grateful that you studied is gonna kind of um, help you to study again for the next time you try to um, write this exam again. So what I want to say by this um, is um, try to be grateful about the things you can control. So um, yeah, uh, that's actually it. I didn't write more points um, because I didn't want to have a really long episode. I think 40 minutes about f having to listen to me about for, for about 40 minutes is enough. <laughs> Um, but that was actually it. I hope that you can practice a little bit more great gratitude <laughs> and just um, if I can summarize today's episode is just remind yourself again and again and again um, about the things you have in your life. Reminding yourself, reminding yourself actively and practice gratitude actively and being aware of the things you have just going to help you to it's it's just going to help you to um practice gratitude a little bit more so yeah that's actually it um i hope that i was able to help you i hope that i could help you and um just tune in next week i hope that i am going to be able to record next week's episode i'm going to try my best um i actually ha don't have a really stressful phase in my life right now it was just a little bit stressful because of ramadan and eid right now but i think i hope that i can navigate <laughs> through next week without having to deal with stress because i don't want to say stress is my enemy but it still kind of is <laughs> i'm trying to deal with stress and to get friends with it and not see it as my enemy because stress can be a good thing as well and yeah so i'm so thankful and i'm now now i'm practicing gratitude by the way i'm so thankful that you tune in and that you listen to me and i wish you a really really nice and cool and wonderful and inspirational week and um see you next week <laughs>